0: Thought about the show, see what I thought about the show, and you know, a lot of times our opinions differ, but we'll maybe we agree on a lot of things. And there he is, what's going on, Greg?
1: Hey, what's up, Trip?
0: Not much, not much at all. <coughs> I'm going to, uh,
1: get everything up and ready to go here. Well, the way you were talking, I thought you were already up and going. No, I just
0: didn't want to leave uh, any silence on the Top rope report here on talkshoe Anchor, Google Podcast, and Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. And joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, Dr. Greg. Greg, what's happening?
1: Hey Trip, how are you?
0: Uh doing okay. Uh not not too bad. Uh last night's backlash, we're gonna be uh recapping the matches. Uh what'd you think of the pay per view?
1: Um, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, it was all right. (coughs) Okay. Well,
0: it it exceeded my expectations. I, I enjoyed about five of those six matches. I mean, they weren't all good ones, but I enjoyed watching them. They were, uh... They were good. I gave I gave the
1: pay per view a B B minus. Yeah, I'd say overall, maybe a Q plus.
0: A Q plus?
1: <laughs> yeah, that no. Um, overall, I it it was what I thought it was gonna be. Um, okay. Which as we get into each match. Could be good, could be bad.
0: Not <laughs> ready. Um, yeah, so I, uh, oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the. Um, I I thought the open the um, pre-show match was okay. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great, but I thought I thought it was okay. Right. I just, I just wish that when Sheamus does an open challenge, he puts the title on the line, makes it a little more interesting. For some reason, he has an open challenge. and doesn't
1: put the title up. Well, because he thinks he's giving open challenge for somebody to come out to beat him for a right to challenge for the belt. He doesn't feel that just anybody should get a and cha- be able to challenge him for the title. So he gives oh, okay. anybody an opportunity to beat him. If you beat me, then you would get a shot. At, you beat him, then you would get a shot at the title. That that's the way it come across to me.
0: Alrighty, I can uh I, I I can see the lividity in that. Alright. So But yeah, I mean, you know, we're gonna see what Raw is gonna be about tonight and see how that uh how the pay per view last night will affect Raw tonight. So Well I mean, you know, if you're ready we can get into the matches
1: and start Oh I thought I it. thought we already were. I thought you started off with the kickoff match.
0: Oh no! I just, I just thought that the kickoff match was good. Was okay, but we, we, used to, I'll start off with that. Um, I thought Ricochet versus Sheamus. I mean, were, were you surprised it was Ricochet? Answered oh, the challenge.
1: Yes and no. I knew it wasn't going to be anybody. Uh, like I said in our group chat, I didn't think it'd be anybody quote unquote big because it would have been on the main show, wouldn't have been on the pre-show.
0: Right. Right. So I uh. Like I said, I, th- I thought it was a decent match. I uh I kinda enjoyed it a little bit. You know, Ricochet he's, he's a, you know, he's a good talent, but uh I don't know, I just uh don't think he's got the the talent enough to be Sheamus right now. Hey Rick Del Santo, what's up? So uh yeah, but I uh I I enjoyed the match. It wasn't it wasn't bad.
1: No, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, I gave it. I mean, for a pre-show match, I gave it a B. All right.
0: I'll, I'll, I, in my opinion, I I gave it a B minus to a C. It was it was okay for me. Okay. Was wasn't spectacular, but it was okay. So. Alright, uh let's see, what was
1: the second match? Yeah. Well the first match was the women's triple threat match.
0: Right. There was you you can start off with this one. Let, let me get your opinion on this one first.
1: Um I thought it was a really good match. Um little surprised that Oscar took the loss, not Charlotte. Um I probably gave this one overall a B plus I it would have gotten an A minus. I I felt like I mean, granted, it was a fifteen minute match, fifteen minute long match, but I think it could have gone a little longer because I'm still wondering and scratching my head why Charlotte, who was on her feet, standing there, just off the apron, didn't come into the ring when Ripley was going for Riptide and or break up the count. That 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 confused me. That that to me that was the only knock on the entire match. The rest of the match inside outside was was really good.
0: Right. I totally agree. I gave the match a B itself. Um Charlotte? You no know, she's she's Charlotte. Uh, she's gonna. I I think she'll give you a, a first class match every time she wrestles. But I would, like you said, I was surprised that Oscar took the loss as well. And I mean, you know, this could be, you know, maybe this might be the last time we we see Charlotte in the title picture
1: no. for the women. No, not at all. No. I think this is the last time we will see Oscar in the title picture. Alrighty. I think it'll now go to Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. I think this will now go to Charlotte, egging on Rhea because you may have the title, but you still haven't been able to beat me.
0: Right. Right. That's uh. That's something she can. She can use to fuel her feud with Rhea. But yeah, overall, like I said, overall, I gave it a B. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good match. Yeah.
1: Yep. me um well was kind of a i thought i was gonna sneeze but then it was just a cop so i'll save that one for later um when i sneeze and nobody's around um next one was the smackdown um men's tag team title match and it was the mysterio men beating um the dirty dogs and taking the titles um you go first with this one
0: Okay, I gave this match. I gave this match a B minus for the fact that Rey Mysterio and Dominic are the first father-son tag team to win the championship. Um, Rey just—he just doesn't give up, that guy. I mean, he—he he fought and fought and fought and wouldn't take the loss. I, you know, he was hanging in there till Dominic came in. I knew Dominic was going to come back it's just a matter of what part when in the match he was going to come back.
1: Right. Uh, I'm kind of glad that he got the pin. You know, he's a young upstart. He's up and coming. He hasn't had very many matches in the WWE. He's only been there, what, less than a year? Yeah, made his debut in August of 2020.
0: Yeah, so he, uh, I was kind of glad that that he was able to get the pin, and, you know, it's a big boost, big boost for him. And I just, uh, overall, I just thought it was a, a really good match, an entertaining match. Uh, I think Ziggler and Rude work well together as a tag team. Um, but now the Mysterio are the ones with the targets on their back and, you know, hopefully they can do something with their title run. So, I gave that match a B-. minus.
1: Okay. Um, I, I too, think, I mean, we, we knock, for everything we knock... About the raw tag team division, we should praise SmackDown for their tag team division because it was definitely an entertaining, entertaining tag team match, um, and everything about the the feud, um, the rivalry, whatever you want to call it, from from the backstage, you know, throwing of what looked to be a, maybe a couch or something on Dominic to. Uh, you know, Ray telling Dominic just to stay, he you know, he could live to fight another day and stay in the back and, you know, starting the wrestling on his own, match on his own, and then Dominic came out. Um if I could take away one negative for the for the not not the match itself, but the fact that we just quote unquote celebrated and congratulated Tamina for getting her first major title um, in, what, her 11-, 12-year career? And Dominic's now got a major title at the age of 23 in a nine-month career. I I mean, take it for what it is. I, I... I know it's it's historic because it's Ray and his son Dominic. Right. Um and I know it's sad and it's it's upsetting and this is probably gonna trigger people but I wouldn't be the nugster if I didn't enough with the Eddie Guerrero's looking down and proud Dominic didn't do that. Ray didn't do that to pay tribute to Eddie Guerrero. They did it for themselves. You know, Charlotte didn't win all her titles because of her dad. It's, I mean, you know, they don't mention, saying they didn't mention that Tamina won the title because of her dad. Maybe it's because he had a little bit of a checkered past. I don't know. Um, Right. But overall, yeah. I mean, I gave the match head to toe a B-. minus.
0: Okay. Rick responded to our women's title conference. There's no way to either. Oscar will not be up, uh, may not be up for a while, but I think she'll be in the picture. Charlotte will take the title again soon. (laughs) That's a possibility, but I don't think it'll be soon. I mean, I think they'll give Rhea a little bit of a run with it. See what she can do. So. Alrighty, on to match number three. Ugh. Ugh.
1: (laughs) I know which one this is. (laughs) Yeah. Damien Priest versus The Miz in the what they're now officially calling oh wait a minute, hold on, hold on, because they changed it again. First it was the dumb idiotic lumberjack match. <laughs> Rick says skip this part. Um then I saw something about whatever the movie is oh Army of the Dead Lumberjack match. Now it's just listed again as the Lumberjack match. Um, this match was only seven minutes long, and it was five minutes too long. Um, <sighs> he, the thing... <sighs> Greg, <lost> for words. <sighs> uh, well, I won't give it an F, only because a match actually happened, so I have to give it a D-minus but it'd be like a 60 on, on an actual grade numerical that would be a 60, 6 zero. So it's just yep. barely not an F. Um, yes, this has to be the most embarrassing match in WWE history and that's saying something. Yep. The whole thing, I mean, the only thing that would have made it an F is if John Morrison came out from behind the barrier dressed as a zombie and got involved in the match and caused the Miz to lose. That would have been the only thing that could have made this match worse. Damian Priest flubbed many moves in the match. I don't know if it had anything to do with the zombies reaching under the ropes or whatever, but it was just a total distraction for the match. Absolutely, ridiculously stupid. And I've seen people say that it set WWE back 30 years. I think that's giving it too much clout by saying 30 years.
0: Right. And Rick, Rick quotes, Miz and Morrison both got eaten alive, so should not be on Raw tonight. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, when I, when I saw that, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. They're going to have zombies... As, um, as lumberjack, everything about that section, that part of the match, was totally and utterly ridiculous.
1: Well, that was the whole match, then. The match,
0: the match was okay.
1: No, it wasn't. It was really. Yeah, and
0: I gave it, I, wow. I gave it a, a, a D, like you. Yeah, you know? but there was a. I mean, the, the whole segment with the zombies and, I mean, I didn't even know anything about this movie that was coming out. All of a sudden, he just knocks on the door, opens up, and there's a bunch of zombies in the locker room, and I had no clue that, that was going, that they would do that with the, with the movie and stuff coming out, but it was just utterly ridiculous. And like you said, sending it back 30 years is an understatement.
1: I mean, I would say 50 years. Yeah, but see, in in my opinion, the overall match itself made the women's tag matches that Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler looked like they could have been a main event of a pay-per-view. The, the, the match was horrible. It was just horrible. There was no flow, no real, you know, matches, moves back and forth, back and forth, because of the fucking zombies. It was just horrible from... The moment that they showed the zombies leaving the dressing room till Miz got eaten by a pile of zombies in the center of the ring.
0: This was supposed to be real, so what happened to the zombies after? Why weren't they lingering? It was so ridiculous and realistic, if you don't mind me saying it was total bullshit.
1: Well, <laughs> he he wrote total horse shit. I don't know if you really if you really can't read, but
0: so yeah, it was just it was just stupid. I mean that
1: I just that that was just like you said seven minute match. That was yeah. seven minutes
0: of my life.
1: I'll never get back. Yep. And then the next match was Bianca Belair defeating Bailey for the to keep her smackdown women's title. You're first for this one.
0: I gave this match. A high B. I thought it was a really good match. Um there was a couple uh couple of botches in the match that I noticed and it seems like it's by By Bianca Belair. By who? By Bianca.
1: Exactly. Go ahead.
0: By Bianca. Go ahead. Yeah. But I'm saying there's just uh it it seems like she always has the botches and matches. Um, was I disappointed that Sasha didn't come back and maybe have a little input in the match, or after the match? Yeah. But, Bailey, for not wrestling for quite a while, I thought she looked pretty good. I don't know what it said on the back of her head, but... I, um... I, I thought she, uh... And, legitimately, she really had a couple of good, legitimate opportunities to win that match. But, well, I don't know, just... They're just getting happy after a run with the titles and see what happens with it. So... What
1: do you think? I'm sorry, I... Can't, I what the, do you think? Uh, sorry, I barely heard any of what you said. The only reason why I knew you were still talking was because I saw your mouth moving because the Zamboni guy's cleaning the floors right to my right. Um, so, Uh-oh. I... I, I didn't really hear much of what you said, so if I repeat anything, I'm going you know, to apologize. Um, I think... Sorry. I think Bailey was... I mean, I, I gave the match a B+. Plus. Um, I think it was better than the other women's match that was on, even though there still are many... Flaws. Um <laughs> sorry, just what read what Gary wrote. Um, even though there are many flaws in Bianca Belair's moveset, um and, and just her overall ring performance. Um I, you know, get into it at a later date in time and maybe on our next show in my Nuggies Rant. Um but I think Bayley showed why she is, you know, in the upper echelon of women's wrestlers. Um, she's She is Bayley in the ring. Um, I think it would have taken away, at, by the time the match was over, I think it would have taken away from the match if Sasha showed up um, or if she interfered. The cheap roll-up that Bailey actually kicked out of but the ref still counted to 3 I, I don't know. I is that something that was done poorly? Maybe it was supposed to be controversial so you can have another match between them and maybe that's when Sasha comes back and throws her hat in the ring, and we see a triple threat match. I mean, I'd love to see a triple threat Hell in a Cell match between the three. Uh, I mean, with the Hell yeah. in a Cell that Sasha and Bayley did themselves last year, I don't think we're going to. But I, I thought it was, you know, like I said, a, a B plus.
0: All right. Yeah, and, and like you said, I, I repeat the same thing. Bailey showed why she's the class of that women's division. Well, I mean,
1: not not necessarily the class, but deserves to be in that upper echelon with Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey as the four top names in the women's division. Right. No. And then the last, and like you said, in our group chat, yeah, they saved the two best matches for for, for last, back to back. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yep. Um, were, you, were you surprised they did that? Or? I mean, there were only six matches, so I mean, yes and no. I mean, you, you didn't, you didn't. They didn't really designate ahead of time one of them being the main event. So, I mean, if you want right. to consider Raw's main event and SmackDown's main event, that that's you know that's fine. Um, but yep. the first one that did was the triple threat match between Bobby Lashley defending his title against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman, and Bobby Lashley came out on top. Um. Yes, he did. I go first this one, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, I gave this match an A-minus, um. As of this match, it was the best match on the pay-per-view. It was hard-hitting. There weren't a lot of near falls, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, But the falls that happened were kicked out of more than they were interrupted, which I thought showed a lot for the wrestlers that were in the ring. Um, Right. When Drew McIntyre threw Bobby through the whatever board on the side and the sparks flew, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Lashley and Strowman did that last year. Um, So that was the only thing that kept it from being an A for me. But just a hard-hitting way that the match went down. Um, You know, Bobby Lashley... Um, pinning Braun sets up for the Braun Strowman Drew McIntyre feud to continue whether Braun Strowman stays in the feud with them or not that, that'll be yet to see we'll, we'll find out soon um yep. but yeah I thought it was an excellent match
0: yep me too totally an A I definitely agree with you um one of the hardest-hitting matches I've seen in a long time. Uh, definitely one of the best matches on the card. And when um, when when they when he pushed Bobby Lashley into the back there and the sparks flew, it was a good probably, what, five, six minutes that Drew and uh, Strong were going at it in the ring and then Lashley shows up. And I actually thought, wow, this could be it. Maybe Lashley's not going to come back and he's going to lose the title. But then he came back and and drew Bobby Lashley form. He didn't even look like he was beaten or weary or or worn out by it. He came back just as strong and and pinned Braun Strowman.
1: And actually, actually the the criticism I gave last time Lashley and Strowman fought was Lashley's lazy-looking spear. Excuse me, this wasn't a lazy-looking spear. He nailed him. He hit him. So.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that uh I think WWE is doing a good job keeping the title on Lashley. Uh looks like they're going to uh you know keep it on him for a while and give him a run with it and see where else he goes with it.
1: Hey, I just hope well I don't know about a while. Um Maybe we wind up getting to a a Lashley-McIntyre-Hell-in-a-Cell match. Um, Or at least a Lashley-McIntyre match at Hell-in-a-Cell, maybe not in a cell. Where maybe McIntyre takes the title back then. That that would give Lashley a good three months with the title. Um, Right. But we'll we'll just have to see. I mean, one one big thing to look at is is where the ratings gonna be.
0: Yep. Yep. Carrie, you guys rock. Zombies, great band. <laughs> but uh yeah, and it was it was a match that I really, really enjoyed watching. I mean I'm a Bobby Lashley fan, I'm a Drew McIntyre fan, I like Braun Strowman. So it was a match with three of my favorite guys I like to see in the ring. And
1: they just knocked the hell out of each other. Yeah, one, one quote that I read that I that I actually saved, um, it said, calling this a car crash of a match would be an understatement. This was a multi-vehicle pile-up that never seemed to stop. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. know.
0: That's putting them out. Yep. Yep.
1: And then... Just when you thought that you saw, in my opinion, just when you thought you saw the best match of the card, they brought us Roman Reigns and Cesaro. And I know a lot of times when you had that great match, that excellent match, you find it hard to get a match right after it to live up to that one. But by God, did they not. I mean, they absolutely, I shouldn't say it that way. I said, by God, They did, 100%, because Reigns and Cesaro, I mean, we had great matches between Reigns and Kevin Owens. We had a great match between Reigns and Daniel Bryan. This was possibly the best pay-per-view match I've seen this year. This match had, it was 20, I I was shocked when I saw that this match was 27 minutes and 35 seconds long. And that doesn't include what happened after the match was over with Cesaro getting beaten down by Rollins. There was no way, I predicted it being 17, 17, and I'm like, after the match was over, I was like, I think I may have been, I didn't think I was within two minutes, but I figured it was like right around 20 minutes long. That just shows yeah. you how excellent, how great of a match between these two gentlemen it was.
0: And I and I gave that match an A plus. Yeah. I mean, I just thought it was a tremendous match. Both it, it went both ways. Either guy, you know, a lot of there was quite a few near falls why the WWE has got the title on Roman because he's looking stronger and stronger every pay-per-view match. Cesaro for his first world title match he looked great. He looked great. Was I surprised that he submitted, even though I did pick Roman to submit Cesaro in our prediction show, was I surprised that he did submit? Yeah. But He just got to the point where he was just Beat down, and you know, I, I wanted to see him give Roman the swing, yeah, and yeah, I, he, he didn't. And if that that match it just, I mean, it just goes without saying, it was the best match, like you said, and I'm gonna agree with you, the best pay per view match I've seen this year. And I can see why Roman has made a mention by WrestleMania's because he's getting better and better every time.
1: Well, they said said on the show last night that he main-evented six WrestleManias, which was weird because Roman even said he main-evented five. Right. But I think Roman Reigns main-evented five in a row. He didn't main-event last year because he wasn't at last year's WrestleMania, and this made his sixth. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's
0: probably it. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay, the Zamboni's <laughs> finally gone.
0: Okay. This uh this even ex- this even exceeded the Daniel Bryan edge triple threat match.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it did.
0: Exceeded. Would I get behind another would I get behind a Roman Reigns Cesaro match in a Hell in a Cell?
1: Hell yeah. Now we're going to see Rollins and Cesaro at Hell in a Cell. That's You know, we'll we'll see the two of them. Um, Now they're going to have to find somebody else that can step up for Roman. And more than likely, it'll be something along with Jimmy and or Jey Uso. I mean, I could see Roman Reigns trying to take out Jimmy to, quote unquote, force him to, you know, acknowledge me as the head of your table.
0: Right. Uh, That that's the only thing that, um, I really don't like about Roman's character. Acknowledge me. I mean, I know it's part of his character. I know he's going along good with the character. But, and he commands respect in the ring. Yes, absolutely. But, it's, it's, oh, acknowledge. Okay, yeah, you're the champion. You want everybody to acknowledge you as champion. I can understand that. But, I mean, he's just—he's just doing a tremendous job with
1: this—uh—with this heel run and but, but, the title. But you—you—you you, you literally just contradicted yourself by saying you don't like him, but you think he's doing a phenomenal job. His character is acknowledge me. His character is. For those of you that don't think I'm the top of the food chain, you're either going to say you are or I'm going to show you why I am. That's the character he is. That's the character that he's flourishing under.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess, yeah, you're right. I can, uh now that I think about it, yeah. I did contradict myself a bit. So, so now do you think it's time for... Roman
1: Reigns, Big E, or are they going to have to do something to build that? They're going to have to do something to build that because Big E's going to be in that tag, the uh, Intercontinental Fatal 4-Way on Friday. Like I said, it will be something to have to do with Jimmy Uso. You know, and and unfortunately, it can be a bad thing because... They just did this in October of last year at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view with Roman fighting Jey Uso. And the only reason why Jey Uso acknowledged him is because he was knocking the shit out of Jimmy. No, he had Jimmy. I think he had Jimmy in the guillotine, and he wasn't going to let it go until Jey Uso... Submitted or surrendered or whatever, and and said you know and acknowledged him. Well, you know, and and it they'll and, I, and that's the only thing that I'm I'm worried about is that that's what they're gonna retread that storyline with Roman beating the ever-living piss out of Jimmy and Jay. I guess the only way I could see it going different is if Jay defended Jimmy and attacked Roman, and then the two of them took out Roman, that would be the only way you could make that storyline different and maybe get a little bit more out of the feud. But if they're going to do the same thing as to where, you know, Roman beats Jimmy into acknowledging him, Oh, been there done that with a new show.
0: <laughs> right. And I, I I can't get behind that match if they have it, so I mean, I think it's going down that path, but I just uh I don't think it's gonna be something that's gonna be you know, well received I mean a no lot of fans are gonna probably wanna see it, but I just not gonna I don't think I can follow it that much. So yeah, but overall grade, I gave uh, I gave the
1: pay-per-view a, a B to a B minus overall. Um, I I'd actually go a little higher and say overall B to B plus. Um, and as of well, of the what this is the. Fifth pay per view this year. Um uh-huh. Yeah. This is the fifth. Rumble yep. yeah, yeah. Yep, Rumble Elimination Chamber, Fast Lane, WrestleMania, Backlash. Yep. I I would have said this was the best pay per view of the year if it wasn't for that stupid zombie match. Yep.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, that was just the most ridiculous thing I ever saw in my life, and they're just—they're just making Miz matches dumber. I mean, for some reason, I mean, they're just. The guy's a, a surefire Hall of Famer, triple Triple Crown winner,
1: two-time Triple Crown winner,
0: two-time uh, Triple Crown winner. The man is a. Legitimate, bona fide wrestling
1: superstar. Cashed in, and, cash in his briefcase twice.
0: Yep. And they're just making
1: his his stuff look stupid. What? He needs to get rid of John Morrison. Re- refresh my memory. I mean, you thought he was going to be in a horrible match at WrestleMania, and it wasn't a horrible match. I mean. Don't don't take away from his wrestling and his heel ability because WWE made the decision to put zombies around the ring.
0: That is. Well, no, I'm not taking, I'm not taking the, the ability. Of it. I'm just saying it seems like the stuff they're putting him in is getting stupid.
1: Well, this is you know, not taking, okay. All right, I, I I guess I could say.
0: I mean the Miz, Miz, TV. eh, I can live with it. I can live without it. I mean, if they don't show it forever on wrestling, I won't. I won't miss it. But if they continue to show it, I'll still watch it. Right. But the zombies last night—that that just took the cake. And you know, you put Miz in a, in a match like that. I mean, to be honest with you, I think. I, in my opinion, I think. Morrison is is the worst part of that team I mean he's really not doing much he tried to get involved in the match last night he was doing all these kicks with the zombies and everything and then they throw him over I actually thought, like you said I actually thought he was going to come back as a zombie and that really would have been stupid but
1: no, what would be even more you know, stupid is, is like Rick said um, if they come out on Raw tonight as zombies, that'll be yeah. that'll be stupid. That'll be you know what? Just take take Monday Night Raw off the DVR, and if I see it, I see it. If I don't, oh well. Right. Yep. Totally agree.
0: Totally agree. So yeah, so that was our recap of last night's pay per view. The next one is June twentieth. I believe
1: Hell in a Cell. Yeah, they they they've changed it for some reason. Um, well, I mean the next pay per view um, is NXT's In Your House. Um, I believe that's Sunday, June sixth. And then they have Hell in a Cell, which was supposed to be Money in the Bank. And they put Hell in a Cell, which they normally do in, like, October now. And uh, I did read that they wanted to move Money in the Bank to July 18th when there's the rumor that WWE is going to start going on the road again for Friday night the 16th. The pay per view the eighteenth and Monday not Monday Night Raw the nineteenth. That they'll actually be on the road in front of live audience. I don't know why you would think that Money in the Bank could be a better pay per view to do in front of a live audience than Hell in a Cell. I don't. I don't know, but that that's the that's that's the rumor.
0: Yeah, Hell oh, in the Cell is one of the premier pay per views I think that's uh, that's one of
1: the five. But you know the, uh, the top four. Uh, oh. I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I'm, and I don't know if I've said it before, and I just don't. I don't like. I don't mind gimmick matches, but if you're gonna give me a gimmick pay-per-view, Elimination Chamber, same thing. If you're just going to give me a regular pay-per-view and give me two Hell in a Cell matches, why do you call it a Hell in a Cell? Right. You know, if... Okay, yeah, okay, you have a a co-main event, um, two matches in a cell, yeah, they were great matches, but then the other six matches you have are just regular matches. I, I I just don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't.
0: Right. If you're going to have a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, have the matches inside the cell. All the matches.
1: Well, that, I mean, that they wouldn't do. But, yeah, I guess you possibly could. But then you realistically shouldn't have a Hell in a Cell match any other time throughout the year. Yep. Because you have a pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell.
0: Right. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, while i got a little time, I just want to mention to all you wrestling fans out there, you get a chance check out the PWZ podcast with Rick Del Santo. His guest coming up this week is going to be referee Bill Thompson. So definitely want to check that out. Bill's one of the, I believe, one of the top referees on the Indy Circuit. So, you want to check out...
1: One of the Zebras of Justice.
0: Zebras of Justice. So you want to check out the professor Rick Del Santo and his PWZ Pro Wrestling Zone podcast. It's It's a great show. And also... Top Rope Report, with their store up and running now. We got a lot of uh, merchandise in there, like I said, on the show Sunday. I want to thank you, Greg, for setting it all up. It's uh, looking great. Um, we got T-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, uh, laptop cases, backpacks, stickers. We got it all. Yep. So check it out at keep
1: clicking. And any any information that you want or any any reason you want to try and get in touch with either of either one of us via email. Um obviously Jesus. Oh sorry, that was dinner. Um obviously you can reach out to either one of us on Facebook. Mine's Greg Denux or Chester. Um Michael Canada is, is Mr. Trivia's. Um it says Mr. Trivia in parentheses if you don't know which one you're looking for. But you can also send us emails at top Rope report, all one word, 1962 at yahoo.com. Um, if you have any questions, you can't find us on the website, just send us an email, give us your email address, and we'll send you a direct link to our storefront. Yep. Right, Rick, <laughs> I agree. Don't die on air, Greg. Nah, nah. It's guess, called It's Nah, I guess,
0: yeah, I guess I didn't agree with him. but uh,
1: yeah, so I'm. Uh, well, they're I'm pretty impressed with the
0: store. Yeah,
1: there there is one more aspect of the of the paper that we did not talk about. Okay. And that's the prediction show that that we do for every show and the results. Okay. Um. And I'll go in reverse order, I guess. Um, finishing tied for fourth, The Little Nugster and myself. Um, in third was Mr. 24-7 DJ. In second, Tony Black and this pay-per-view winner was Mr. Trivia. And, and I know he says he doesn't know and wants to know, but folks, I shit you not. If I'm lying, I'm crying, and ain't shedding no tears. Is that the saying? Is that how it goes? Trib, is that how that statement goes? If, yeah, if I'm lying, I'm crying, and ain't shedding a tears, yep. Yeah? The only time... That trivia asks me about the overall scores as early and as quickly as he did is because he knows he did really well. Well,
0: I kind of figured I won, but I wasn't sure because when I said to you, Are the scores close? uh, Are all the scores close? You said yes. And then when I got up this morning and I saw the sheet and I said, Well, I was the only one that picked Roman to win by submission, and he did. So I kind of figured that gave me the win. Well,
1: technically he didn't win by submission. But even without that five, even without that five points, you had 120 with that five points. I mean, you had 120. Tony Black, who finished in second, had 105. Therefore, I didn't take five points away. And it's not like it goes to overall score anyways. So you still would have had 115, so I wasn't going to bicker with it too much. But it was that same old mandible claw thing where, you know, he passed out and lost by technical submission, but the referee counted one, two, three. He didn't tap out, so he didn't get submitted. It was stopped by technical knockout, but they called it technical submission. But anyways... Um, yeah, but I mean, but when you asked me if it was close, um, DJ and Tony Black had 85, you and Little Nug had 80, and I had 75. So when you asked when the scores were close, well, yeah, the answer was yes, they were close. And then they had the last two matches, Yeah. where Little Nug and DJ both picked a Drew to win. Um... And you had Lashley winning. That was your separation between them, and then the separation between me and you was I had Cesaro winning by disqualification. You had Roman winning. So that was the difference in points I, between me and you. I'm
0: just curious. Um, how how long was the Bianca Belair match?
1: Um, fourteen minutes. What was it? Fourteen minutes. Sorry. Sixteen minutes and five seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, you weren't close. All right. I mean, I you have... you had ten minutes and 42 seconds, so you were up by six minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Um. Oh, did anybody come close?
1: Um, technically, the way
0: off.
1: yeah, he had 25 minutes. So it was only seven minutes. Technically, um, Little Mugster was only five minutes off, um, but he was five minutes over. DJ was five minutes over, so technically, because you have to be under the time, you were five minutes and 23 seconds off. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was over 10 minutes off with the Universal title.
0: Yeah. But then again, the 17 minutes was a good, uh, was a good pick for that time, I
1: mean. No, it wasn't. It was I 27 guess. minutes. It was horrible.
0: What, for the Universal match?
1: Yeah, it was 27 minutes long. Yeah. I only guessed okay. 17. I was off oh, by okay. over 10 minutes. well
0: you can- Um yeah, but uh, overall, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Monday Night Raw is going to bring after last night's pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen anything advertised for Raw. Um, I did see something, I don't know if it's true or not, um, it was on Twitter, um, that shows that Alexa and Lily have invited the new women's tag team champions to Alexis Playground. So maybe there's an in-ring segment uh, for Alexis Playground where Tamina and Natalia will be there? Don't know.
0: All right. And when I saw, when, before the women's match started last night, Charlotte had this look on her face that made me think maybe maybe Alexa's going to come out and, you know, cast a spell on Charlotte or something. Because that look was like, oh, my God, I never saw a look on her face like that before.
1: I, I don't know what look you're talking about. I didn't see. Will you stop picking your nose live on Facebook? I'm just scratching it. it. I'm just scratching it. No, Yeah, okay. You're knuckles deep, dude. You could have touched your your brain you were scratching so high.
0: Okay. But, uh... Yeah, so, I mean... Hell in a Cell coming up next.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Rick just put eww.
0: But, uh... Yeah, so Helen is all coming up next, and uh, hopefully... Uh, I just want to go put out there and say, as much of an advocate of his as I am, I don't think they're leaving the title on Bobby Lashley to have a, a, a clash with Brock Lesnar. No. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar anymore. I no. don't want to see Brock Lesnar anymore. No. Um, who do you think... Besides Braun and Drew, because I think Braun and Drew are going to start going at it, like you said, in a in a program now. Um. Oh, Vanish, AEW dark this weekend. Oh, I have to watch that. Waves and curls in Venish. Nice. Um. I guess that's on tomorrow night. I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's on Tuesday nights.
0: Yeah. Um. So. With Drew, I think, like like you said, I think they're going to do a little little bit of a program with Drew and um,
1: Braun Strowman. Who do you think would be next for Lashley? I don't think Drew McIntyre and Lashley are over. Oh, okay. I think that's why Bobby Lashley pinned Braun Strowman. Same reason why Rhea Ripley pinned Asuka. So you can keep the... Stigma of well, you didn't beat me; you beat Braun. You know, once right. again, it's the easy way out in a triple threat match when you could easily have the person that lost, or I should say, not win the match, but they also didn't lose the match. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so maybe we'll see what maybe we'll see what uh, Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre have to say tonight on Raw about last night's match, and of course, Lashley will come up and put his two cents in. Um, So, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, I stayed up to watch the whole show, which was amazing in itself for me. Um, But I didn't see the Rollins beatdown, because right after the Roman Reigns match ended, I went right to sleep. So I didn't see the Seth Rollins beatdown or anything. But, um, so it was, I mean, there's really that much more I can say about it. I mean, it was, it was a good, I thought it was an okay pay-per-view, and I just thought uh, WWE did an okay job, you know, with matches, only six matches that they had. I was hoping they would have had more, but... Because I said to DJ, I said, "Well, the IC title wasn't defended. The U.S. title, the champ, the U.S. champion was on the show, but the title wasn't defended. Oh, the Raw tag title wasn't defended. Okay, maybe they'll do those in the in the Hell in the Cell pay per view. Come up. I don't know.
1: Well, and then, like I said in our prediction show yesterday, when you brought that up, it, is you you got to look at who's representing those titles." Once again, was Sheamus versus Ricochet a main card level match? No, it wasn't. You, right? I mean, AJ Styles and Omos, I, I mean, yeah, they've been champions for five weeks now. They've won it at WrestleMania, and I think they've wrestled once since. What were you going to do with yeah. them? Just throw them in a match on a pay-per-view? No. You weren't gonna do that, and I'm sorry. Apollo is a poor choice. The the and once again, I might as well get. I, well, you know what? The hell, fuck it. I'll get into it now. I think one of the reasons why SmackDown's ratings are are going lower is people are not interested in the champions that represent that brand, other than Roman Reigns.
0: Okay. I can I can uh, I can agree on that part because some of the champions are just not that good. Roman Reigns is
1: keeping that show afloat, right? But I don't think I I once again Bianca no Apollo no, and I think the tag division on SmackDown gets beat up because of the women's tag titles that wrestles on SmackDown and the poor. Raw division, I just think in general in the WWE people don't get their tag division um, a legitimate shot or have an opinion about it because it's just been so poor for so long.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when I was watching the uh, the pre-show last night I was actually sitting there thinking, wow, Sonya DeVille and... Uh, Caleb Braxton are going at it back and forth. We're going to see a match between those two. <laughs> it's like, wow, they were just going back and forth with each other about something. Well, it's a Charlotte thing.
1: Yeah, for about, thir- just, uh, for about 30 seconds.
0: Uh, we'll see if Adam Pierce comes back tonight and see if he puts his two cents worth in on some of the matches. I mean, does... Does Charlotte deserve title match after title match? Yes and no. I mean, yes, because she's a 13 or 14-time champion and she's proven herself over and over again. But I think, you know, maybe there's other people that try to get a a title shot, work with some of the younger talent, uh, build them up a little bit.
1: I'm going to reflect back to a promo that every once in a while I'll, I'll go back to and watch it on YouTube or something where Roman Reigns was in the ring and got verbally beaten down by John Cena when Roman Reigns tried cutting a promo on Cena and failed miserably and John Cena just... I mean, took a little up down here, a little up down there, and just kept going up so the man was in a hundred pieces and, and left him crumbled there in a ball. and I, I don't know really, the I don't remember the exact quote, but it was kind of, you know what? the reason why I do this better part time than you could ever do it full time. Yep. Charlotte Flair is where she is. Charlotte Flair is where she is because... She has to be. Because they don't have anybody else right now to be there. She has to be there. Why did Bianca Belair have to fight Bailey? There's nobody else that can right now. Don't know where Sasha is. Don't know what's going on. Maybe she had, once again, maybe she had scheduled time off. We're all, you know, anybody in the working business has, you need, time off for whatever. You need time off. You get time off. I'm not going to ever say anything about you against that. Um, but if it's not going to be Sasha or or Bailey, who's it going to be? If it's not going to be Charlotte, who's it going to be? Naomi? Lana? Yeah. Mandy Rose? Dana Brooke? Uh, on SmackDown, who, who's... It? Lib Morgan, Ruby Riot. I mean, like, once again, Carmella, uh, Nikki Cross, I mean, who's it going to be? So, yeah, Charlotte Flair will be in the title picture until she decides not to be or WWE can elevate others to be in that spot instead of
0: her. All right. Well, let me ask you just one more question. Just one, just question. Uh, now
1: that they lost the tag team title, do you see Nia and Shayna possibly doing some singles runs and maybe against each other? Shana? Yes. Against huh? each against each other. Yes.
0: Oh.
1: Huh? I, I think so that'll see, be right? the that'll be the next feud. That I after maybe they get a rematch against Tamina and Natalia. Maybe they're still in the you know, the women's tag titles um, picture for, you know, a few more weeks, maybe even up to the next pay-per-view. But I would imagine that they'll implode that tag team and have them feud with each other in the near future.
0: All I also want to let all the wrestling fans out there know that uh, I'll get in touch with Greg again this week. We'll probably do one more show this week. Um, maybe on a, on a Wednesday after, uh, Wednesday or Thursday after NXT, we'll talk you know, we'll talk a little bit about that and raw and, uh, Sunday, the day after the PAPW pay-per-view show, we will have on as our special guest, independent ring announcer, Matt DeCourt. Uh, I'm going to talk to Matt about how the pandemic has affected him and how he feels a change. What, how better was the change from the pandemic for independent wrestling as opposed to now? And we'll, we'll talk with that and see what he has to say about that. So, anything else, Greg, before we close up?
1: No. Nope.
0: righty. so we want to thank everybody. Oh, I just got a notification. Greg Chester's watching. Alright, John. thanks for joining us, Greg.
1: Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. <laughs> I don't know why he puts that on at the end of the show. Well, it does um, it after about an hour. Every time. It does it for about, after about an hour.
0: Okay. So, on behalf of uh, everybody watching, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. On behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the Illustrated Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you at the end of the week. Uh, this is the illustrious. Elect-